Hello, welcome to Mikey Pod Podcast, episode 260 for May 28th, 2018. Today's guest is musician, YouTuber, activist, and glorious human being, Kirsten Marilyn. And I'm your host, Michael Heron. I'm a composer, pianist, electronic musician, storyteller, and activist based in New York City. On this podcast, I have conversations with fellow creators who use their creativity to change the world. I've been sending this podcast to your ears for right around 12 years. We're closing in on 13 years, y'all. It's pretty solid. Uh, You can subscribe if you haven't already. Go to MikeyPod.com and on the right-hand sidebar and also on the footer of each page, there are some bright, colorful buttons that allow you to subscribe at, uh, you know, all the places. Apple Podcasts, etc., etc. Spotify. I'm on Spotify now, but there's no button there for it yet. I think it's coming soon. Um, Yeah, so subscribe. That way you can make sure you don't miss an episode. Um, If you'd like to know more about me, stop by my website at MichaelHeron.com. Hit me up on social media everywhere as at MichaelHeron. Leave a voicemail at 347-460-1753 or you can email me at mikeypod at gmail.com hello uh apologies again the the big gap between podcast releases i at this point i think you all understand um i make a lot of stuff and i'm currently making a lot of stuff that isn't this podcast i'm working on a book and an album release um so i've been really focused on that and unfortunately Uh, Because I also have to pay for this work (laughs) that I make. I work a day job, multiple days. A lot's happening. Um, So sorry that hasn't been a podcast, but I really want to get this particular podcast up. Uh, Kirsten is a great friend, an amazing activist, and a brilliant musician. And I just wanted to get this out into the world. So my apologies to you if you've been looking for this podcast. It's been right around a month, I think. Um, And... I hope you understand. Um, patrons, especially I think of you all a lot because this is part of what you're supporting. Um, but I've been super busy and sharing things with you otherwise, so I hope this is all right. Always, always, always like reach out to me because if you're reaching out to me because you're mad that you haven't had a podcast, that actually makes me really happy <laughs> because, you know, like when I, I just don't hear anything and I, that's fine. There's no, uh, okay. Anyway, thanks. Uh, okay, I'm glad we had this little talk. My new single is out. It's called Home Again. Um, I'm really proud of it. It's about my childhood dog, Corky, uh, who was my best friend when I was in middle school, sort of coming to terms just barely with the fact that I was gay in Houston, Texas. It, it was a tough time. Divorces, alcoholism, all kinds of shit going down in my house. Um, and I had this awesome dog that was my best friend. And this is a song about her. You can hear it everywhere. Spotify, Apple Music, uh, Google Play. You can buy it from my Bandcamp page. It's on YouTube. There's a video on YouTube with Lauren Mall, who if you've listened to the podcast for a while, you know I interviewed her about her um, Apologies from Men project. Uh, and her videos, she does this beautiful DIY paper doll blah, thing with her videos and it was perfect she made one for this video about me and Corky and I gotta say it's beautiful so check it out and share it like that's how little I, my new my new thing is hashtag indie AF um that's the thing like that's how I spread the word through people like you so if you check out the the song or this podcast or anything that I do it's so meaningful for you to tell someone else um, I appreciate that so much. Thank you. Um, the book is available for pre-order. Um, you can do that at shop.michaelheron.com. Click on the merch link. Um, that would also help me a lot because, you know, like, okay, I don't want to get too into all this stuff. Um, please buy a book uh, or check it out. 
And what, you can pre-order the book also. It's going to be on iOS and uh, Kindle and Google Play, whatever their format is. Do they just do like, I don't even know. Luke, are you listening to this? Can you let me know? Luke Curtis designed the book and his publishing company, BD Studios, is publishing the book, which is called The Animal Book. I don't think I've even said that. Uh, it's out uh, August 22nd, along with The Animal Album. It's an exciting time, and I'm working super hard on finishing the album. I had some creative angstiness. It's so it's so hard, you guys. Uh, but I feel good. I feel good right now, and I feel like, yes, let's create stuff. So I'm going to wrap up the mixing of the album in the next couple of days, send it off to be mastered, and it's still going to be uh, up and ready to go in time for the 22nd. Um, I got some Patreon stuff happening. <sighs> I'm excited. I love Patreon, and um, I'm getting the chance to sort of meet with and uh, see some of the staff from San Francisco. They've been coming to New York. Uh, We had a little meetup with maybe 30, 40 New York City creators um, that got invited to this thing. Um, And now I've been invited to like a smaller like thing where there's more be more stuff. So I'm, I'm I love Patreon. I love the idea behind it. I love how they're trying to like provide all of these tools for creators um, and for people who like the things the creators are creating. I, I, I Mark, write it down. This is how art is going to be created. Like this, I mean, it's still a little bumpy and uncomfortable, but I think that this is going to be, we can all connect with each other now, right? Like people who like what I'm doing, if you like this podcast or the album or the animal show or the songs I put out or my weird little YouTube videos, when I remember, um, you can support them. You can directly go to me through Patreon um, and and do that rather than me having to go to like some get a record contract and have them distribute. Uh, no one has to do that anymore, and it's it's pretty amazing. So I'm really excited to be getting a slight inside sort of connection with uh, Patreon. I love it. I I love them. Like. Did I mention that I love Patreon? Uh, so listen up for more more of that. Um, and I I did I've been posting a lot on Patreon, and I'm every, I'm doing a lot everywhere. Can you tell? <laughs> I'm a little bit scattered. I'm happy to be doing this podcast now. Um, there are some uh, dates coming up uh, this weekend, June second, Warren Street, Warren St. Mark's Community Garden. Um, my friend Emery Schne- uh, Schneider uh, invited me to participate in this theater festival she's doing in her community garden Uh, so i'm doing a brand new piece that's called where are your brothers and it's brand new (laughs) i'm still writing it uh so i'll be doing it that day on uh, june 2nd on june 21st at judson memorial church the animal book and album release show it's gonna be turned and lit all of the things um i'm gonna perform with uh my String Quartet. My friend Bobby McCullough is going to be there playing guitar. Um, Marlon Cherry, uh, percussion. And we're going to have Kirsten Marilyn is going to do a song. We don't know yet what that's going to be. (laughs) We might be writing a song together or we could be doing a cover. Who knows? But it's going to be a fun night. I'm doing music from Tentative Armor and um, The Animal Show. And I'm going to throw in some covers. And there's going to be food there from Rock and Raw. And there's going to be a DJ after the show. We have the space till 11 o'clock. Judson Church, historic arts uh, theater activist place in West Village of New York City. Come on. You got to come. It's going to be great. I'm so excited about this. 
And then on 23rd, there's the um, Can I Live Animal Rights Music Festival at the Knitting Factory in Brooklyn. I'll be performing along with a ton of other artists. Um, All of this stuff, go to michaelherron.com and just click on the tour link. And listen, I got to say one other thing, and I don't typically go into personal stuff, but I'm feeling really magical today. (laughs) Like, just in the past few months, I've been feeling magical. And like, little things are happening. Like, I'm staying open, right? I'm in this space where I'm open to loving others in a way that I have, what am I saying? Like, this is one of those moments. I'm like, what the fuck am I talking about? Um, it looks like I'm talking about this. Um, and it's really, I've been a person who's been closed off for a long time. Like, I, I'm not exaggerating. Like, 20 years, there was a point, like, in 1998, <laughs> I remember the exact moment, I was like, that's it, no more. Um, it was particularly around dating, but I think as I shut that shit down, I shut down a lot of other stuff. And when you close down um, your openness to being loved, you also close down everything. And everything just goes boo. Like all of those uh, openness, all of your passions. You know, like some in some ways my passions were going up. <laughs> this is all not making any sense. What I'm saying is, you guys, I went on a date like almost a month ago and I went on more dates with the same guy. And it's I don't even know what's happening. But it's amazing and it's beautiful and I feel like I need to notate that here on the podcast for your ears. Uh today, yeah, May 28th. I feel excited about being dating. Yeah, that's it. All right, if you like this always free podcast or the many other things I create, tell a friend, leave a review, like, subscribe, all of the things. And especially, I'd love your support at patreon.com slash Michael Heron, where you can get access to all kinds of cool stuff in exchange for as little as a dollar a month. I'd love to connect with you there, and I'd love your help in covering the expenses for this free podcast and the other content I create everywhere. So, yes. Yes. Uh, So patrons get things like I'm shipping out their copies of the animal book tomorrow. Uh, So they're going to get it well in advance of the date. Like the the $25 patrons uh, are getting the book way early and they they don't have to buy it. You know, it's part of being a member. You get just everything. Um, people $5 up gets, I don't want to go into all this, go to patreon.com slash Michael Heron, become a member and you can subscribe and be a part of this whole like cycle of creation, uh, which is really beautiful. Let's listen to a song from my guest today, Kirsten Maryland. Oh my God. Was that completely all over the place? I think it was, but maybe in a good way. Um, I had a lot to cover and you know, I'm, I'm smitten and it's really, it's really fun. So God, what is going on? This song is called Out of Control (laughs) from Kirsten Marilyn, and we'll go into the interview right after this. Talk about killing my vibe, killing my vibe. Let's talk about how we survive, how on earth we survive. Just when I think I'm Seems I'm taking more than I are And I'm out of control I'm out of control Out of control Out of control I'm out of control Out of control Out of control Oh, 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 oh,
That was Kirsten Marilyn with Out of Control, and Kirsten Marilyn is joining me on the podcast right now in this very moment. Hi, Kirsten. What's up? Hi. How are you? I am fine. <laughs> <laughs> I love like interviewing people I just know in regular life because yeah. it's just so like, oh, now we're speaking in this new way, which yeah, isn't yeah, really yeah. a new way at all. Uh, so <laughs> hello. Like I first discovered you, I think the first time was before I even met you. I've I discovered the V for Veganism web series, which is so good. Um, Thank congratulations you. on making that. So let's talk about that first, since that's my okay. my ground. Oh, that sounds terrible. My ground zero for knowing you. Ah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> how, how did the series begin? Um, so Carolina and I, my, my partner, Carolina Tyskowska, which I'm, I say her name totally wrong. When I hear her pronounce it, she's from Poland. So she has this very Polish last name, and I know I'm saying it so wrong because I hear her say it, and I'm like, I, I don't even know how to pronounce that like that. But So Carolina and I met, um, I had sung a hook on a track, uh, a couple friends of mine are hip-hop artists, and I sang the hook on their track, and they put together a music video, and Carolina was on the crew of that music video, and months, like, I honestly, like, only vaguely remember her from that shoot. Um, 
that she was like such a mess and crazy. But anyway, so months later, she contacts me and she's like, I was on the shoot of this song and I, you know, kept in touch with your career and followed you and I really love your music and I'd love to produce a music video for you. Um, so we, uh, we shot Out of Control, um, which is the song we heard. We shot that music video first and um, I really, really loved working with her. So we did the next music video we did. I, um, you know, I knew immediately I wanted to continue working with her after doing Out of Control. So we did a video for my song, Please Don't Kiss Me. Um, and then after that, we did a video for my song, She. And I think it was before She, um, but after Please Don't Kiss Me, during the Please Don't Kiss Me video, I'm wearing a shirt that says, not your mom, not your milk. And we had, she and I had never talked about either of us being vegan or not. Like we didn't really know each other in that way. Um, you know, it was strictly like professional and business and music. Um, and I guess like a while after releasing the please don't kiss me video, she wrote to me and she was like, so I've had this idea for a while and I think you're vegan. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, I am. <laughs> um, and she was like, I, you know, I've, I've been wanting to do this show, and but I've, I've had nobody to do it with me to kind of kick me in the ass to get it started. Um, she was like, would you want to be involved and help me produce it and, you know, help me create it? And I was like, uh, duh, <laughs> absolutely, I want to <laughs> do that. <laughs> so, um, you know, and I was looking for, besides... Besides activism, I was looking for a way to utilize my talents towards helping push veganism. You know, like, I, I knew there was something else that I could do that, like, harnessed all the, you know, performance training that I've had throughout my entire life. Like, some, and, you know, and, and, and all the, um, you know, outreach type stuff that I have to do for music, like all those, all those tools that I've compiled over the years from being a musician, being a performer, I knew that I could in some way use that towards helping animals, but I didn't really know what that was. So when she approached me with Be For Veganism, it was like no brainer. I was like, oh, this is the thing that I have been looking for. That's a cool moment, like with that sort of... When I had the like animal show idea when I was because I wanted I was doing music and I was doing my performance stuff and I, it was that same moment of like, how do I start doing my animal advocacy with this stuff? And so right. like that light bulb moment is very like, oh, there it is. We it yeah. came up. Yeah. Yeah. So. So, yeah. So we um, I had met uh, Eddie Sullivan at a uh, horse carriage protest. Just randomly, I think I was probably standing there by myself with a sign at some point, and mm -hmm. he and I just got to talking, and I told him, you know, we had this idea, and uh, I, I, I don't really know how that happened, where I was just like, come be our first interview, <laughs> but he was, and he was great, and, you know, we went, we, so the first episode we ever shot was the horse carriage episode, and we did that in, like, October of 2016 but we didn't release uh we didn't like launch the web series until july of 2017 um 
and the, and the horse carriage on wasn't the first one that we released, but you can kind of see that when you like we uh, we released Jill Carnegie's episode first as sort of a veganism 101, and then I think maybe like maybe like a month later we released Eddie's, and you could definitely see that we had no idea what we were doing <laughs> when we shot Eddie's episode, and even you know looking at episodes that we've released now as opposed to even Jill's episode, like. I didn't know what I was doing as a host and I've definitely like learned as, you know, and I'm still learning, like I'm still learning how to do that in the best way that I possibly can. There are some episodes that are great just because the subject was great and we just had like a good time with the person. So like, it's a lot of fun. And then there are some subjects where I feel like, I'm watching it and I'm like, oh my God, I'm so boring. <laughs> that like, uh, I was going to ask you, like when you look back at the earlier episodes and it's like, it's always so refreshing to me to hear someone say that they didn't know what they were doing and they just started doing it. Like that is the, like there needs to be more of that in the world. And we can yeah. like there, we have so much access to like just putting things up, like releasing them. It's super like, inspiring to me to hear because when I first discovered you guys I was like oh shit this is like great like it seems so polished and everything so to hear that you were like oh yeah we just figured it out as we went it's super inspiring to me oh thank you yeah so when you look back at that older stuff do you like what what's that feel like when you look back and like see the earlier you that hadn't learned the lessons you learned from doing doing it like is it do you have like a um, oh, what's the, is it, is it cringy to look at that? Or do you feel like sort of endeared by your earlier self? I think I, I'm more endeared by, well, it depends. Like I actually really love the Eddie episode with the horse carriages, even though it was our very first one. And I think technically we didn't really know how we were going to do it. Like you can see, I'm holding this like shotgun microphone, like, and I'm, I'm carrying <laughs> I'm actually carrying like a ton of bags on me while you're being <laughs> like, <laughs> while I'm interviewing Eddie. Like I've got my book bag on. I actually that book bag I thought was gonna be like my like signature thing. Like I thought I was gonna always wear that book bag. That was gonna be like my thing in in the right. videos. I don't know, but you can see I'm also like holding this shotgun microphone and what happened with the shotgun was it's connected directly to the camera and it was, it kept coming loose. So some of the audio was a mess and we, we cut around that a bunch to make it work. But some of the things that he said that were just so spot on and perfect, like there's this one analogy that he made about, you know, between like horses the horse carriages being fed and like a captor feeding their you know prisoner pizza like a you know like a guy like a creepy i forget like the term but like you know a creepy pedophile guy who like gra grabs a girl off the street and like puts her in a basement like he's still gonna feed her because he wants to keep her alive and like he's like he feeds her pizza so what like and that whole audio of that analogy is just such a mess that we couldn't use it but it was like i mean not hilarious but kind of i mean he's you know eddie's kind of hilarious so like there were so many gems 
and the microphone kept coming undone and like screwing up the sound and yeah the sound is just like complete mess on that episode because we chose to use the shotgun mic Uh um and uh so we definitely learned (laughs) that lesson never to do that but i still but looking back i can still watch that episode and i still love that episode and i think there was no like pretense so i wasn't you know i was definitely like chill and loose because i you know i didn't know what i didn't know so Uh, yeah you know, so I just went for it and we both just went for it and we were just having fun with Eddie. And, um, so I love that episode as opposed to when I look at Jill's episode and where we know a little bit more where, you know, we kind of know a little bit more of how we want to structure things. Um, and I felt, and then also I didn't know Jill very well at that point. So I'm looking at her as like, this leader in the movement. And I was, I mean, don't tell Jill this, but I was super intimidated. (laughs) I was like super intimidated by her and I wanted to get everything so right and so perfect so that she didn't think that I was an idiot. (laughs) Like, so I put a ton of pressure on myself for that episode. And I feel like you can kind of see that you can see that I'm not like totally comfortable in my, at least I can, maybe nobody else can, but like I can see that I'm not totally comfortable in my own skin in that episode. I um, don't really, like, know exactly where I'm going with, like, my questions. And if I had that episode to do, I would do that episode, like, totally differently now. Um, So I just feel like now, you know, I know, hey, you might need to, like, look up the person that you're interviewing and like know a little bit about them before you just like jump into an interview. Um, Oh my God. And it's so funny the way we are with people, right? Like, cause now like, cause you know, Jill, but like, I'm assuming you know, Jill better now. Oh yeah. Now Jill and I are friends. So yeah. But do you, isn't it funny to look back at like, yeah. So like when you, you guys interviewed me and I was like, oh, these guys are legit. I need to like have my shit together for this interview. Aww. And I was a little like, okay, like how, like what, trying to make sure it was super good. Um, yeah. But now, I'm, not that I don't think you're still legit, but now it's like, I know you both. And I'm like, oh yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's just really funny how uh, we like, it's a human thing, I guess, to just get in our heads about yeah. like, oh my God, this person is way more important than me. And I'm going to screw this up and we get all freaked out and it's really just a person. Well, and, and we felt that way about you too. Like you're doing this huge show in this awesome space and you've got like, you sold the thing out and you sold it out multiple times. So like, I mean, not that I was like nervous to interview you, but I was definitely like, Oh, this guy is like a big deal. That's so funny. And now we're all just like, oh, we're just like whatever deals, like roaming around trying to figure this shit out, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I feel like, you know, it's like it's like celebrities when they like become friends with each other, you know, and they're just like, oh, that's just my friend, like Brad Pitt, you know? Yeah, I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have like moments with V for Veganism that you're like most proud of, like either your work or like a, a guest you you had or like any anything that really stands out is like ah that is like what we're aiming for yeah there are a couple episodes that i'm really proud of that i just feel like came out really well 
Um, and some of that has to do with the subject. I really love our Broadway vegan episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it has, has a lot to do with uh, the person too. Like, Carrie is such an engaging subject. And he knows so, you know, he's he had only been vegan, I think, for maybe a year when we interviewed him. Um, but he is the type of person that, like, once he is passionate about something, he just dives headfirst into it. And he is so knowledgeable about the subject of veganism um, and also, you know, what it does for him as a dancer. Um, I just, I, I felt like, because I also know musical theater, um, I just had the right questions. You know, I like I was proud of myself for knowing what to ask him, and then also him being very engaging. And then it's also like, oh, he's on Broadway, you know. So we got to like go and interview inside the theater, um, and and then the way that Carolina edited it together, where he's got. You know, there's some really like professional footage of him, um, you know, just doing what he does that um, that really like worked well in the edit. So I'm like, I kind of look to that episode as being like one of our one of our like, you know, that's like that's what we're aiming for every single time. Mm. Yeah, that was a great episode. I yeah, I've I think I've seen all of them, but I, I'm hesitant to say that. But I remember that one specifically being pretty solid. There are twenty eight of them, twenty nine of them, maybe. Yeah, um, something like that. I don't think I even mentioned yet where people can find this oh. series. <laughs> <laughs> it's a yeah, it's a YouTube channel. Um, yeah, it's V for Veganism. They can just search for that and find it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, our handles on social media are like V for the number four veganism. But if you go to YouTube and you just search, you just type out V for F-O-R veganism, um, you'll, yeah, it, it should pop up like yeah. almost immediately. So in, in the amazing ways that you're using your art as activism, um, you, you're planning a whole festival <laughs> this yeah, <summer>. yeah. <laughs> uh, it's the Can I Live Festival. Uh, that, that's that's what. Yeah, that's what it's called. I just, I don't know why I doubt it. Can I that. live? Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> uh, tell us about it. Um. So Carolina and I, uh, through doing the web series, and uh, we had we had hosted a couple events, like through hosting our launch party, and then we hosted this like October blast weirdness party (laughs) Mm -hmm. um but we we always had performers at at those parties and because i'm a performer as well um we just felt like you know music is such a important music and art um are such important ways to get people to pay attention and change minds and music affects people in a way that a lot of times like they don't even realize Um, so, you know, and then through being involved in the activist community, I started to meet other musicians such as yourself and, you know, super composure and, and other, um, people that that was like, Oh, you know, when I'm not shouting on the street, I'm a singer songwriter. And then it's like, Oh, Hey, I do this type of music. So I got to realize, um, you know, we got to realize there are a lot of musicians that 
are vegan, are activists, want, wanted something like this. Um, so it had been on our minds for a while. And then um, our friend Philly Stallone, who is the organizer for Dairy Kills, uh, Carolina and I had like just been talking about, you know, we really do want to do this music festival, but like we'd kind of been sitting on it for a little while. And then he messaged me and we had literally just been talking about it again. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was like, Hey, I have this idea. I'm thinking about a music festival. And we were like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so were we, and we are totally down. Um, yeah. And we, you know, I mean, it's sort of, sort of inspired off of Moby's like circle V. Um, mm-hmm. we felt like, you know, LA, right. That's where he does it in LA. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's a humongous music festival because Moby has a lot of money and support for that type of thing. Um, ours is obviously going to be on a, on a somewhat smaller scale, but we kind of wanted New York to have that, you know, to have this music festival that is based around veganism and the ideas of animal liberation so that even people who are not vegan yet would want to come into a music festival and kind of learn about what we're talking about. And, and, you know, in order to continue to normalize, like the whole idea behind the series and now behind the festival is to just continue to normalize the idea of veganism. So if we should, you know, with, with the web series, we wanted to show non-vegans and new vegans that, that vegans are all different kinds of people. We're not just this one specific person. There are tons of people that are vegan and everyone has their reasons why. Um, And so through the music festival, we wanted to show people like, look, there are so many normal people that are vegan. We are musicians. We, you know, we're artists. We just, we just, care and this is why we are vegan we're not like this militant force that's trying to come take your guns and like (laughs) right you know like we're just like we just wanted people to come and and celebrate veganism and celebrate animal liberation and also we wanted it to be a space for activists to be able to get together outside of where they normally get together and kind of just be able to you know, chill with each other and, you know, experience something together other than the normal, like, anger and frustration that you would experience at, at, you know, a protest. Yeah, that is so valuable. Like the, like, sanctuary visits I've been on, like, with Vegans of New York and whatnot, like, yeah, those moments when you get, when you're with all your activist friends who you're used to, like, fighting with, not fighting against each other, but you know what I mean, like, fighting, fighting for animals together you forget like oh i like these people like oh and we're just hanging out um yeah i'm so into there being more opportunities for that yeah Uh, but you know i mean there's there's something very uh very real and very important about mm self-care so we kind of felt like this could be some of that too yeah uh i love it yeah. I'm totally looking forward to this. It's going to be fun. It's going to be yeah. fun. 
if we can pull it off, I hope so. <laughs> it's happening. Like you're totally. It is it happening. Off. It's a, it's <laughs> definitely happening. I just want it to happen very smoothly. So yeah, <laughs> I'm probably going to be running around like a chicken with. Oh, I, excuse the expression. A Don't chicken you, with my head cut off. Isn't <laughs> that I a trip even. when that happens and you're like, what am I? What is coming out of my mouth? Yeah, we keep learning. I know. I said it the other day to a friend of mine who's who's not vegan, but I but you know I. I, as much as I can, especially with non-vegans, try to use the correct terminology just so that they start to hear it. Um, and he's he's definitely open. He's been exposed. You know, in New York, you can't not be exposed to veganism. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, he I he doesn't know this, but I'm trying to get him there. But anyway, I said something and I like prefaced it with pardon my expression, a chicken with my head cut off. And he laughed because, um, you know, he understands that, like, I don't want to promote chickens with their heads being cut off. Yeah. We need we need to come up with an alternate <laughs> phrase for that. Yeah. I don't know what it is. If you're listening, give us your suggestions for um, how what phrase to use instead of that one. Yeah. Done. There's a, there's a good call to action for the podcast. Yes. What is a good <laughs> what is a good alternative idiom to chicken with your head cut off? That's perfect. Um, I hate to do it, but it's time for us to wrap this thing up. Oh man! I know. And if you're listening and you're like, "Oh, that wasn't long enough," subscribe to Patreon, and you can hear the second part of this interview uh, with Kirsten Marilyn. And um, yay! Chris, will you tell me the uh, your socials and uh, where else to find you online? Yeah. I just said um, on the line. <laughs> on the line. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to interrupt you. <laughs> um, you can follow me on my personal, well, it's my personal slash music stuff, um, at Kirsten Marilyn, K-I-I-R-S-T-I-N, Marilyn, as in Marilyn Monroe. Um, I'm also Kirsten Marilyn on Facebook and Twitter and then V for veganism, um, on Instagram and Twitter is V the number four veganism. And I think on Facebook, if you just search V for veganism, you'll find it. Um, and can I live also on Instagram is can I live 2018 and I think on Twitter and Facebook also. Right on. And um, if you're listening, well, I guess that's uh, <laughs> catching myself saying weird <laughs> stuff. You're if you're listening, which you are, because you just heard me say, if you're listening, <laughs> um, you can go to MikeyPod.com and I'll have all those links there. So you can click your to your heart's content. Thank you for joining me, Kirsten. Thank you for having me.
was she from kirsten maryland and this has been mikey pod thank you so much for listening today if you are a patron be sure to check out the special bonus content that'll be out later this week eh, probably wednesday or thursday and thanks for your patience in the uh, sort of sporadic nature of the podcast lately um it's probably going to continue to be that way till after the album and book are released be sure to check out mikey pod mikeypod.com for all those links and that's it i'll see you next time goodbye